You're now tuned into another episode of the Go For Broke podcast. As always, I'm Victor Roman, and I'm here with my homie, Jonathan Leite. What up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Chilling. Another day. Part of this uh, madness. Week, week five, right? Yes, sir. Week five, <laughs> episode five. Yeah, I feel like um, the last week has just been so so quick for me i just feel like the the weeks are just flying by now now that we turn the corner yeah i think like time is 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 speeding up like there's moments where i look up and i'm like holy shit six o'clock i thought it was three o'clock that's like a common theme now (laughs) yeah i've been like kind of waking up later too so my time is super off like six seems late to me but then also like i stay up to like 3 a.m so i'm I'm not sure if it's it's qualified as late yeah i kind of i wonder like how many people now are going to bed later like i don't think it's just us yeah i think everyone's schedule is off that's why i'm so curious what it's going to be like when when we have to actually go back to work and and like do real life things yeah it's so funny me and bianca were just talking about that like how uh, we're very curious to know what that's going to be like when we go back. How it's going to like offset everyone, like in all their schedules and their clocks and their internal clocks and all that. Yeah, dude. Like right now, I just roll out of bed, like literally roll out of bed around like eleven thirty. <laughs> oh and, like, my god! And like I'm just eating lunch already. So uh, it's it's yeah. I don't even have a morning. It's insane. Well, that's uh, fucking so- weird. That's like interesting, like to to think like removing a morning from your day and just starting off immediately, like in the afternoon. Yeah, since I'm like at my parents' house, my dad always makes fun of me, like, "Oh, you're not like curious, like if I'm hungry or not," and it's just asking, like, "Hey, you didn't eat breakfast?" But you know, I don't even do anything with my morning but sleep. Right. So there really is no morning for me anymore. So I don't think that like morning is the uh, or breakfast is the most important meal, even right. work for me right now. Dude, I find myself eating every morning, just like going for seconds and thirds of uh, like just tons and tons of cereal. That's all I've been eating every morning: cereal Yo, and coffee. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing because. Uh, that's something I've actually been just binging on besides like obviously Netflix or something like that. Uh, yeah, I just been eating a shitload of cereal as well. And I don't even normally eat cereal. It's, it's pretty wild. I think it's just the habit of doing something when you're bored. Yeah. I mean, it's super easy too. You just like slap milk together with some fucking cereal and it's done. Get your spoon. It's done. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. I think it's going to be this weird moment when we actually do return back to normal life like all that empty time that we have now is going to feel right. so strange it's gonna, then. yeah it's, it's gonna ha- be a shock yeah Easily. i just feel like we're not gonna have enough time to do anything uh, again like once we resume yeah well if you're tuning in now we are the go for broke podcast and if you tuned in earlier before us that was mr white with a set from five to six and then previously from four to five was A, B, C, D, E, F, Jeb. So thanks for tuning in. And um, yeah, we're the Go For Broke podcast. It's kind of cool because today we got, a, we got a guest, which is dope, which we'll, we'll jump into that a little later. But um, I'm excited. We're going to have our first guest today. 
I know it, it actually brings me back to how we had it at the original first season where we normally brought in a special guest uh, per episode. So I think to break it up and do something special, uh, we have our first guest this week. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to Micah about it. Dope, dope, dope. And uh, once again, the shameless self-plug um, if you guys want more full episodes of previous episodes of Go For Broke, you can follow us on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your guys' podcasts. Um, and on Instagram, we're Go For Broke Podcast. So yeah, that's uh, that's the plug. But yeah, what do you want to jump into today? So much yeah, fucking guess, craziness to jump into. Yeah, I guess we have a, f- a lot of things that really went on the last um, few weeks. Um, it's just... From whether it's politics to just like outside our world to even um, just delivery services in general, um, I, I guess we could start with um, something that really hit this week, which was uh, President Trump's like hit his daily press conferences, yeah, and just all the claims he's been making. So one story I was really following, and I th- I kind of took it as like more i thought he was really being serious and and obviously everything he says is should be taken serious but right. uh, in in a way he backtracked and, and really uh circled around this topic so he actually made a false claim earlier this week uh, stating that i guess like injecting disinfectants can really help uh, a person fight off the virus and right. i just believe that's that was just a really interesting topic, and I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's it's been really crazy. Every day there's been something new with him. So to hear this is, like, not not a shock, but it's just really unfortunate. And especially with, especially with like, people what, passing away, right? There's been people, like, who've passed away from that advice. Yeah, I feel like there was... Um, it actually stemmed, yeah, from an earlier topic that he brought up, like just about bleach. And I think there was right. some people taking bleach and or uh, medication that he just threw out there during a press conference, which is really misinformed. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's a weird it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of his um, his fo- followers and, and his um, backers uh, would fall for something like that and it's just weird because those are uh, you know obviously every life is important but it's just really curious um how it's so i don't i don't know like they just buy into anything he says yeah i mean I, i've been seeing tons of stuff online recently of um how literal people take almost anything in the news right now and i think it's it's really interesting because we have all this free time and we can use it to do so much research and it's really easy to believe the research that gets like thrown in your face immediately so i can see how people especially his backers and followers can fall for half the shit he says um but i i think we're also seeing during this time how the extreme of that too like especially with people like blocking hospitals for protests you know to not wear masks and shit like that like we talked about so it's like we're just living in a weird time and you're starting to see humanity and like see how they take information and even 
like if you take a step back and see what we're here for like the reason why we're in this quarantine and the reason why we're so affected as human beings and and like the lack of information and all these different little elements you would think that people would be more safe and more wise and they would like double guess things and and check things but it's not like people are just going to continue to make those human mistakes you know yeah and i think to piggyback off that it's just I guess it stems from like him needing to really be like the leader where where you look towards to bring us out of this mess. And, you know, if he isn't careful of what he says and, and just even the way he phrases things, because like he, you know, just to quote him in this article that I read, um, he wrote, I see, I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or, or, or almost a cleaning? And at first he, he was saying, he caveat that with saying like, um, if only like medical doctors are, are doing it. Right. But then later he like backtracked and was just saying, uh, sarcastically that he was just, um, throwing that out, out there as just more of a, a hypothetical, um, which again, to your point, it leads to like, people just having to step up and really take ownership and, and really Absolutely. understand like, the thing that they're saying really impacts others. And even like Lysol of all, all companies, which, you know, they make disinfectant products. Uh, they even just came out with a statement and just made sure to really state that please don't, please do not inject yourself with their product or uh, anything else because it does not cure the disease. Right. So yeah, there's just a <laughs> that's fucking crazy yeah. that they even have yeah. to do that. It's super nuts to 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 know like how this situation has just brought the really bad side out of everybody. Yeah. How is it making you feel about humanity and just how we as a people are sort of dealing with all this? I think it's really highlighting like the. It's like really almost pulling people more separate. I thought it would actually tie people together. Like, you know how 9-11 to me felt like the most unified as a country sure. that we've ever faced. Cause I just, I just felt like everyone was on the same page, you know, like even, even if it's wrong, like to discriminate and, and, and kind of pin it on one group that during right. that time, it felt like everyone had an understanding like, wow, we, we got attacked you know, just that bottom line, right? Yeah. And I thought I thought the response would be the same for this, where it'd be like us understanding um, how we should face it together. But it seems yeah. like with all the news and like you brought it up, with people protesting outside hospitals and and seriously trying to open up the uh, the lines of of borders between states and even internally between cities. Uh, it just shows that wow, we are really being divided more and more uh, the yeah. more we see it. It's almost like battle of the informations to me. Like when I when I see it, it's like what party or group chooses to take information and just use it to like as a, as a shield and sword sort of situation. You know, it's like no, this information I got is right. Your information is wrong. Fuck off, and then vice versa. And when it's like we should be using this time to sort of just pull each other up, stay together stay safe and you know sort of just sheltering each other it's 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 kind of like uh it's kind of sad what i've been seeing recently 
Yeah, I think the craziest thing is being like a, a journalist at this time, I would imagine, because just yeah. capturing all these these photos and these these footages of, of what's going on out there must be just eerie as hell. Like whether it's from the protests or just even like going to I saw like um I saw like a uh, live footage of the Las Vegas strip the other day and it was just so crazy to not see like one single car or one single person walk down the, the strip which is obviously flooded by millions every day right um i it, it was insane it looked like an apocalyptic movie yeah did you um did you see how um de blasio is like planning on having a a roadmap to like sort of get us to a better place where we can sort of start implementing uh, things to go back to normal by June. Well, not so much to things to go back to normal by June, but just to have the plan set by June. That's kind of interesting to hear because I think it gives people hope. But I'm sort of curious to know, is this like a false hope? Is this sort of just like, let's push it to June. Like, let's push it to May. Let's push it to June. Let's push it to October. Let's push it to, you know, like... I'm sort of curious to know your thoughts about like this whole strategy of how like the, the stepping stones are just a little further and they just keep pushing it over and over. Like, does that give you hope or anything like to go back to normal or? Yeah, I think, um, I think it does, um, to a certain extent. I feel like, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't know obviously what's happening behind the scenes, but I, I would imagine it'd be insanely hard to, to, uh, to get a city like New York up and running again. But I think, I think hope does do, do us justice. I feel like we should hold on to that a little bit, even though it's like, like you said, it's going to keep that date's going to keep pushing out and whether we like it or not. Yeah. uh, I think it's just going to draw, like draw it out. But I think they, they are figuring out like what are more, easy wins and and i think that's at least from hearing i don't know de blasio's strategy as much but i know cuomo takes it like one step at a time yeah so as long as we're just following like those one steps i think uh we will get there but yeah i don't know what the timetable will be though like i guess a question i have for you is like would you rather have had the information like hey we're gonna go back to work next january or would you rather have got it in little doses? Like, all right, we're going to go back to work this July. Actually, we're going to go back to work in November. Like, what would Strang- you rather, like for your mental health, what would you rather Yeah, have? Strangely, I think, yeah, like egging me along would be better than knowing like, oh my God, I, I'm going to be out of work till like January. Right. Um, I, but I could see how that could benefit most people though, to know like and understand like a little bit of a, uh, sort of this path, a roadmap of like how they could get there, but I, I don't know. I, it, that's a really great question. It's yeah. I, I don't. Know. I feel like it's something I mean, I've been kind of dealing with. Like I'm like, hmm. I feel like I might have wanted to know uh, the full term, like the full date, because I might have been able to prep myself better for that, you know, or just like have the expectancy. I just I yeah. just hate I hate the push that we keep getting. No, that makes sense because, yeah, you were saying, like, last episode, last week's episode where we, we were saying, like, we might have to create, like, a home office. And if we knew that earlier that we were going to be out, like, 
months in advance, you would have instantly, yeah, created like that office sooner exactly. than I just yeah. got my off like me and Bianca just got shit up to normal, like in our apartment right now. It's it it took us this long to sort of come to terms with it and just to be like, okay, we're gonna order stuff, we're gonna get this to be the best it can be and sort of replicate our studio setups in our apartment. So that's that's what it's been like for us. That's for show. Dude, wait, Tamak, cool. could we could we jump into this uh Kim Kim Jong Un reporting? Yeah, yeah, we could um cuz so, like I just yeah. I, ju- I just heard of this like maybe a couple hours ago. Yeah, so something that crazy happened this week and and at first I when I read it it it, it just looked like such a a random story that I didn't want like not sure if it was real or not because uh, in fact, like TMZ was the first one to report it, and then then I started seeing more news outlets uh, report on it. So right now, I uh, they report that he's dead from a botched heart surgery, and I'm not sure. And like you know, things out of North Korea could literally be uh, spun like one way or another. Um, but uh, right now, they're either saying he's in like his deathbed or he's just not doing well at all yeah <laughs> so I, I, i'm I not googled sure what it. To... yeah i i googled it and like 17 articles popped up all saying different things <laughs> and i was like okay this is a little intense i'm gonna like wait to get more information on it yeah i, I was thinking like whoever did his surgery is just like dead dead meat like oh he's this... done yeah because yeah. like I, just knowing how this guy operates, like all this stuff, like, like even uh, military uh, officials that like did something wrong or you know like failed or whatever, he even had those people, um, you know, whether it's like executed or whatnot. So I can't even imagine what's going to happen uh, if this is actually true. Um, but it, it says it says like his his sister sister actually, right. Yeah, take over. So I'm very curious about that. Do you know, like, if that went into effect yet, or is that going to get go into effect? I think if he's if he's actually dead, I'm no one really knows at this point. So it's 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 quite curious, like the timing of all this too. Like, I just feel like um, it just popped up out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was like sick or do anything like that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this shit was super random. I was like, oh, great. Now this is happening on top of what what's happening now. And and it's weird because like, I can't even like see if this is good news or even bad news in the world of like 2020. It just seems like there's so much news out there. All right, guys, moving on to the next segment, we're going to give a call to our great friend, Michael Lindenberger from Park Slope. He's a great designer and illustrator, and we're going to check in on him and see how he's doing. Let's give him a ring. Hello, how's it going? What's up, man? Uh, things are pretty good for, uh, you know, 
the situation. Things are still, you know, chugging We're, along, but keeping it positive, keeping keeping uh, active. Yeah, that's all we. Can How are do. you guys doing? Um, I'm good, man. Just you know, I just finished building like my desk setup, my office setup. So I'm like, that's a milestone <laughs> to get through the you next build week. A desk. Yeah. Or, did you order one online, or you just found some wood? No, no, no. <laughs> I I found something on Amazon <laughs> that came. It didn't come assembled, so I had to assemble it. Therefore, gotcha, gotcha. Therefore, I built it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we were gonna like we we were on the topic of just talking about like not really understanding when we are gonna get back to work, and I thought it'd be like a good time to loop you in since I know sure you work in like a similar uh, industry as us and in design, and. Yep. And I know, like, you already had some flexibility of working from home in the past. So I'm just curious how you're dealing with all this stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Why don't you give uh, the, the audience a background on Micah and who he is? Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll do a bio first, and then I'll <laughs> I'll uh, jump in. But, um, yeah, so live in Brooklyn. Um, so no, known you guys. Well, known Johnny for a few years now. And then... Um, Johnny introduced me to, to Vic because um, we had like, he assumed like we would get along because we have a lot in common in terms of like uh, interest in art, um, yeah. similar art, um, I guess, interests and, and kind of like, um, yeah. So um, originally from Ohio, from Toledo, um, and then moved to New York and I've been here for like nine years. Um, oh, I yeah. Almost a decade, getting getting close. It's um, crazy how like that feels like. I don't know. It feels like so long ago that I met you. And yeah, like yeah. Years. I met Johnny through uh, our mutual friend Dom, um, who and I used to work with with Dom at an agency called Code and Theory. Um, so yeah, kind of kind of moved here um, to kind of further my design career. Um, but yeah, always always have been interested in art and drawing and illustration and things like that, and video games and uh, just all all those things. I guess every other kind of guy growing up is is interested in. Um, but yeah, I was like, how can I make a career out of this? And kind of stumbled into graphic design, and uh, you know, went to went to college, dabbled in Photoshop and all of that stuff, and then. Um, kind of very, very early on when like the internet was, was starting to like, literally that was kind of like my younger years when the, the internet was starting to kick off um, and had a, had an early job like designing and customizing MySpace pages. Holy when, like, shit. Yeah. Like bands wanted like custom <laughs> MySpace pages. And that was probably like my earliest like digital design kind of starting to get into it. Um, and then kind of, yeah, thing, one thing led into another and then now kind of full time, uh, designing apps and websites. Um, so that's kind of how we all, nice. I think swirl I, around in the similar world. I think the MySpace thing just made us have another thing in common. So that's, that's funny. <laughs> Dude, MySpace was crazy. Um, now we've got Facebook, which is like a weird it's just weird how the, the the progression of social media started where it was like super 
like really exciting and interesting and fun. And right. now, I don't it's, know how many years later, we're here. <laughs> dude, it's so true. Like when you just mentioned MySpace again, I was like, how how great was it? Because it was so pure and just people following each other just to chat. Yeah. You know? And we now it's like, like everything is like all for sale and like everything, you oh, know. Just ad driven. And- exactly. <laughs> Like yeah. the, all, all of the, the media around Facebook and just the, I think people just, majority of people probably just hating on Facebook, but at the same time, they love Instagram, which is like a weird conundrum. Yeah, I mean, there's something quite beautiful about MySpace, just, just pulling back and just seeing like how you can take this page and fully customize it. Like just that feature alone brought in an audience and- totally. I, I think uh, the people's like massive appeal to Instagram is like there's some of that there as well as you know I don't think that exists on a, on a Facebook anymore. So like yeah, Instagram, you, really. can, you can sort of customize your feed if you yep. will. Um, totally, totally. Yeah, because everything's like a carbon missing. copy now. Like there's no right. personality to any profiles anymore. Right. That's all like out the window. Yeah, I, I rarely use Facebook. Actually, it's extremely rare. Um, yeah. But you like we're kind of all locked into it because uh, I've like signed into so many other websites, like signed <laughs> Facebook. So I'm like yeah, forever that's such locked a good in, point. <laughs> which yeah. is like like a necessary evil <laughs> of Facebook. That's how they keep um, you. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's originally like the scary part is originally that's how we were forking over all our data, which we didn't even know at the time. And now we know (laughs) who knew. Yeah, that was going to be like the future land grab was was data um, and just recording, you know, years and years of just historical data of people to basically build personality maps of, of people. But I mean, it's it's to feed them relevant content, relevant ads. <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what they say. You know, like it's, we want to give you guys terrifying. ads that you would like. So. That's what it goes back to what we were talking about earlier of just like all this instant news and like articles, whether it's like mm-hmm. reporting, like we just react to the first thing we see. And if, if they are just pushing relevant content, it's just seeing yeah. that and then realizing, oh, this must be true since I'm seeing like. But yeah, that, that does create bubbles then where if, if you get things that are so custom to your interests and personality and and um, based off of familiar sites that you go to, then it, it keeps feeding things and then builds those echo chambers, they chambers, call them. Chambers, yeah. The chambers of echoes. Which chambers is of love. <laughs> so wait, time uh, out. So how, how have you been doing during this whole quarantine? Um, oof. It's like some weeks are good, some weeks are bad. I think okay. that the longer it goes on, I'm I'm like pr- pretty good with like navigating it now. Um, yeah, yeah, we are like uh, I live with my girlfriend, and we we've we're pretty like a well-oiled machine. I feel like getting getting organized with like things to do to keep us busy or like fun things, and like we've we've been cooking. She's she's been probably cooking more than me. Um, <laughs> Damn, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, like this, I, I try to, yeah, to, to clean and, and do the grocery shopping or whatever to, to balance it out. But um, I think that's like part of it now is just having a plan of like, let's kind of stay active, working out in the apartment, jump roping, um, 
the neighbors, because I, I live in a building in Park Slope with a neighbor above and below us, right. and both of them, as soon as like the COVID, like COVID hit, it just they just bounced, and so they have been gone the whole time. And out of our fire escape out back, um, the neighbors below have this kind of amazing, like patio backyard. It's like slowly like started sneaking down there and hanging out in their backyard patio. Oh, and, like, I, I thought you were only going to the roof. Now you I, I also <laughs> sneaking up to the roof. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I'm extremely fortunate because it's like, yeah, I can hang outside. No people around. Um, yeah. Nice. We, we've been, been, we, go ahead. No, sorry. Oh no, that's 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 pretty much it. Just just finding weird outlets of, of getting outside, either hanging out in a roof. Nice. Which I don't know if you guys have seen that video that's been going around on oh, Instagram I have. of that montage of like people just, in Bushwick or around Brooklyn just <laughs> just doing literally weird shit lo- losing it basically, like it's, doing the most random shit. Yeah, pretty entertaining though. I've definitely seen other people when I'm up on the roof, like working out. Um, somebody was like giving. Um, one of their, either, I don't know if they're in a relationship or not, but they were like, a girl was giving this guy a, a haircut, which is kind of oh. funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, nice. It's the most like COVID stay home thing ever is go up to the roof and give your, your guy a, a haircut. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't even have access to my roof. So that's kind of, that's kind of dope. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one negative of obviously we're knowing uh us living in new york it's just we don't have space <laughs> right yeah no one has outdoor space dude it's funny that you mentioned it too because i've been noticing like a lot of people um like dipping and just leaving during like bad situations yeah um, and i kind of you know it, it it always makes me have like a, a stronger respect for someone when like they could stick it through you know i know it sounds a little like new york egotistical but um there's something really special about this place you know when you stay here and you sort of deal with it all together um you sort of see the the beauty of the city you know and how strong of the city it is totally totally the true colors really come out absolutely and i think it's just it's interesting because similar to like other bad times that's happened like the hurricanes or like hurricane sandy and all yeah that. that was dude i i came here pretty close to hurricane sandy i mean i might have been a year in and um that hit so that was definitely i was like damn new york is interesting <laughs> like yeah. that happened not that long after i had moved here so everything was still exciting and like hyper real and then right. hurricane sandy hit where i was kind of remember where i was not really paying attention to the news and it just like happened and i was like whoa um so i i worked from home actually after hurricane sandy for about a month because our office building was without internet and electricity for a bit yeah it's it reminds me of that time because when uh when the hurricane was was about to hit a lot of us were just like man that shit is not hitting we're gonna have a party we're gonna have a blast. Totally, totally. Gonna, I'll meet you at this bar. We're gonna the bar's still open. Let's go crazy. I think a lot of people thought that was gonna happen here for COVID nineteen, um, and I already saw people like prepping for COVID parties and all this shit, like actual in person parties, like like all right, cool, like everyone's working from home. Fuck that, I'll go to your house. And then like as it got worse, 
you start to see people like get put in check it's like dude it's not that fucking fun like it's not that you know yeah serious it's super interesting to see how in, in the news yeah like how new yorkers are handling it and then like other cities but also just like midwest in general and then now we're getting to that point where certain states like people are starting to like protest and like they're like we're ready to go back to work and i'm like i can i'm trying i I can see both sides though like same same yeah for sure people need to like they're like yo i need my job i need to go to work for my you know to make money like yeah it's tough man it's tough times there's no right direction it's just like everyone's holding on to this chaotic chaotic moment to like Nobody, nobody knows what to do. Everyone's looking for direction, and sadly, uh, our our leader's a hot mess. So it's like, where yeah. else do you look? Fauci, I guess. I know Fauci's <laughs> like the the shining north star right now. Yeah. Did you see Brad Pitt played him? Um, on <laughs> yeah. Yep. What? Yeah, I did. No, did. I did not. He did a little. <laughs> yes, he did like a little intro. Um, Saturday Night Live. Wait, wait, wait. When when did this air? I think yesterday. Yeah, yeah yesterday. So are they night. doing this? Uh, are, are they doing SNL from home? Yeah, I think yeah. it's through Zoom too. Oh, really? I think Damn. essentially, yeah. Zoom is just getting uh, serious <laughs> getting, promo. Getting everything. Got to get um, that Zoom stock, man. What was the question you asked me, Johnny? Did I answer I, it? Um. Yeah. How was, like, I, how was I, I coping was just, with? Working from home, yeah. Yeah, I think it was before we move on to the next segment. Yeah, I just wanted okay. to know how you were. I think like, I answered it. <laughs> yeah, I think you you basically just said like yeah you you already had experiences working from home, so I don't I don't think it's been like that shocking for you. But yeah. then yeah, you're finding ways to sort of space uh, the time and like go outside when you need to. Which yeah. Is nice. Well, I think I'm trying to do, which I don't think I'm fully pulling it off but like um just checking in with with everybody around me obviously yeah. i could do it more but like um you know just some some friends are like haven't gone outside much or i'm like maybe you should yeah like maybe you should walk around outside like obviously put a mask on or something but like um and just you know because everybody is definitely dealing with it in their own way um, but it is like reaching out and, and hitting people up. I, I'm not doing the best job, but like I'm trying. I think that that helps if everybody does that a little bit more. Yeah, like just pick. I think that's a great thing to suggest. Is just like yeah, just find somebody like every whether it's like every few days or a week. Yeah, yeah. someone new up. Totally. Yeah, I think it's important to, to like really stay tight with it, with each other right now, especially like, you know, there's a lot of folks out there who, you know, they don't have a roommate during this yeah. time. They're just yeah, rocking some solo. Of the, totally. You know? and, some um, some of my coworkers are like legit just yeah, have no roommate, just just living by themselves. Yeah. And um, their human contact is like literally dialing into a Zoom meeting or whatever you know, video conferencing tool, like that is their social interaction. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like really, really important to just, you know, like I said, stay in contact with those you love, even, you know, sure. It might get annoying after a while, but like, I, I rather you guys stay, you know, in contact during this time. 
we're gonna move on to this new segment that I just thought it'd be fun to play since we have Micah as our guest today. Um, so this segment's called Would You Rather? And I'm just gonna ask you guys a series of questions. Um, and then you just pick one of the options, which I thought it would be kind of fun because after things get reset to quote unquote normal, I just wonder if these no- these r- random things that I'm going to list off uh, would you do that? Would you do this or that? Um, so essentially, um, you guys will just pick one and we'll we'll debate. <laughs> Let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. So the first one. Um, so this one had just crossed my mind because I I live in Lower East Side and I saw like a bowling alley. Uh, the gutter is actually going to open up a new bowling alley down there. Oh, yeah. And it's never opened up yet. So I'm curious what's going to happen moving forward. You so, know I'm banned uh, from that place? You're banned from the gutter? <laughs> yeah. Got, well, they had like a photo of me on the wall for so long. What? <laughs> Damn. That's for next week's episode. Though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got to do something pretty sketchy to get banned from the gutter. I feel like yeah, anything goes at that bar. I know. I was like, that place is already shitty. Let's so, just say yeah. I was the last person from a holiday party left at, at the bowling alley. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So uh, would you rather go to, go bowling where you have to put your fingers in, in a shared ball and in a shared rental shoes? Or, <laughs> or would you rather go exercising like in a boxing or spin class where you have oh to do my the god what 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 do you guys think oh Vic, you could go first you could go. <laughs> um i probably would would do the bowling ball one. Oh, really I'm, I'm i would <laughs> i'm just gonna go for it because i like playing bowling ball more than exercising so that's one <laughs> Uh, two, and I probably feel like I could put some weird, like, double-layered socks on or something. <laughs> like, saran wrap my socks, so that way, like, I don't get anything, any sweat from people, or or I'll probably wear gloves on top of uh, gloves for a uh, bowling ball, so I'm gonna go with A. Sweet, sweet. What about you, Micah? Uh, I, I, I would pick bowling, too, because I definitely, I prefer bowling man hanging out the gutter is definitely a good time um yeah i've had some good times there so i don't know like versus like being in a like yeah biking class or something like that we're just sweat sweats flying around everywhere um which i i've I've also dabbled in uh a biking class and i think i've i've had more fun at a bowling alley (laughs) Um, but yeah double double up on the socks for sure if but I would prefer to bring my own shoes, but if that's not an option. And then I guess just rolling the dice, literally rolling nice. the bowling ball. Um, you just got to bring hand sanitizer if possible. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All okay, right. I, I miss bowling, man. I miss Dude, I, that's why I had a, I, I actually thought about it, like how much fun that is. And I'm not sure if we'll you should have done like that. part C, which would have been more relevant to you is karaoke. Oh yeah, that's a good everyone one. just like a shared microphone. Like, are they are they cleaning off those microphones <laughs> between Definitely groups? Not. not yeah, they might have to have those like in like the Korean style K Town uh, yeah karaoke spots with the like the, the cover on it. Um, oh so, yeah, it gets a little hairnet. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, all right, so the next one I have is, which is something I think we always do, like no matter what. So would you rather share a sip of your drink with someone else? So they could be someone you you really know or someone you just sort of know. Or would you rather share a cigarette or or some sort of joint or something with someone? Then that's something that everyone does like normally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Michael, take the, we, we'll take the first yeah, one? Yeah, we'll switch it. Which which one? Um, okay, if you share a drink with somebody, I mean, if you take a drink from the other side of the glass. <laughs> the lips have been touching. Wow, the strategy Maybe. kicks in. <laughs> exactly. You got a Maybe plan. it's so much safer. I don't. I don't know. Um, these are uh, these are great questions, but at the same time, these are things that are probably going to be going through our mind when everyone's mind. Yeah. Return back to normal. And this is. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so sad because the whole point of, of of smoking a joint out and about is all about sharing the communal like, aspect right yeah. you know passing it around like oh my god such a bummer <clears throat> um, yeah i would say i would say the drink nice what about you i was you, gonna ben? say the drink as well because uh, like i don't smoke cigarettes but like a joint has to be rolled right so someone's slobbering all over that fucking thing <laughs> also I, true, I, man. I do not want to <laughs> i'm not touching that shit you know um yeah so I'd rather play it safe with the drink. I mean, I'll probably do one sip of a drink and then that's it. Pass it. I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna be sharing back and forth the whole night with this fucking. <laughs> yeah, drink. thank thank God for gummies, you know. Yeah, and there yeah. you go. You share share a gummy. It's safer. There you go. But yo, that's that's a good like slogan for 2020. If you if you ran for president, that should be your slogan. Don't puff puff pass. Just share a gummy. There you go. <laughs> All right, I think uh, last one since we're running out of time a little bit. Um, so this is a very New York-centric one, and I just thought to throw this in because I think it's pretty funny. Um, the idea of you just being drunk and then having to stumble on a, like a pizza joint. Um, so would you rather, like, whether whatever circumstance, like you're hammered or you're just out and about and then you end up at a pizza place, would you rather eat a slice of pizza with your hands that could been anywhere during the night, or or be, you know, suck it up, and now you're gonna start using a fork and a knife. <laughs> oh, my <Fuck>. God, <laughs> Vic, you could go first. Um, I'm gonna keep a G and eat a slice of pizza with my hands. Yeah, old school. I have to. That's that's just that's the fucking rules. I will never be seen eating pizza with a fork or knife unless I'm at Chuck E. Cheese or something. <laughs> That's it. You keep it. You keep it classy at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Pizza there. That's yep. the place. Yeah, to keep it classy. Listen, like you, you can ever- go to Patsy's. You can go to all these fancy places, but the real place that you have to have a pizza with a knife and fork is Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Those ki- those kids running around gotta show you respect. That's it. <laughs> That's why you get it. It's by eating your pizza with a. Like, all right, this is a real real adult here. <laughs> I, I would say, hey, man, you gotta go with the hands, but like, hopefully, the pizza joint also has 
disinfectant. But then, yeah, exactly. then you're like wiping disinfectant all over your hands, and then you're like, and you're eating you're it, like a little bit of poison, like a little disinfectant in your body. Which one's worse? I don't. I don't. Well, fuck. So all of these things are just terrible. We're never going outside again, are we? <laughs> no, this is it. This, this is for the rest of our lives. Oh yeah, man. Uh, I guess we'll squeeze one more in since that one was a quick one. Um, last one, it's pretty obvious, uh, really easy one. Um, would you rather take an Uber pool with a stranger or a couple of strangers, or or take a plane? I hate or this like a question. flight. <laughs> I was thinking about this today. Though, you know what? One. You know what? I have an answer for this, but I'll, I'll, I'll... Michael, you want to go first, or? I'll, yeah, I, I'll go first. Um, if I'm gonna roll the dice, um, I'm like ready to get the fuck out of New York for a little bit. Like, <laughs> exactly. I will go on a plane, man. Like, if we're gonna roll the dice, like, I will fly to Mexico or so, you know, somewhere. <laughs> Um, and, and go on vacation, but I mean, I guess then you're rolling the dice twice. You got to come home at some point. Yeah, um, but oh, I, fuck, I mean, you got to take it back. Planes. Yeah, the planes are so empty. I'm not advocating flying, but they look so empty. <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let's say if like I'm I'm going someplace quick and I need to take an Uber uh, Uber pool there, or whatever. You take yeah. it once, you know, like. Yeah, you go in there, you take it once. You could probably walk back to where you came from, but a plane, yep. you can't do that. They're yeah. both fucking hard, man. And uh, you gotta go through an airport too, which is oh, like, yeah, exactly. Just, I, I'm taking, I'm taking a fucking plane. I'm still taking a plane. <laughs> You're still taking the plane. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm, I, I mean, wanna, when, I, I don't, like, when is it gonna be cool to, to fly? I, like, but okay, this is, I want to add on to this. If you did take a plane and you traveled somewhere, would you let anybody know? Because you're going to get judged real hard. People would be like, what are you doing flying? You're part Listen, of the problem. <laughs> if, if I took a plane from New York to Mexico and they were like, hey, what's going on? Where'd you come from? I would say Mexico. I came from Mexico. <laughs> I not come from anywhere else. Like, don't get it twisted because people will judge the shit out, the shit out of you. It's, it's yeah, easy. no, if you, like, post on Instagram that you're, like, traveling somewhere, everybody <laughs> would be like, yo, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, that was a good segment, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good good chat, as always. I want to I shout out my, my yeah, Rajneeshis. I've got uh, some of my, my friends listening in. I've got a group of, of my friends. We, we call ourselves the Rajneeshis, so they might be listening. They might nice. not be. <laughs> shout out to you guys. Thanks for listening. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, man. But, uh, thanks, yeah. thanks for joining us today, man. And you know, yes, it's always yes. it's always good to hear from you. And it's it's I'm glad you're safe. You know, um, for sure. I can't chill. wait to to all get back together, go to the local bar, yes, and uh, have a drink, like yes. some semblance of normalcy. Um, it'll be it'll happen. All right, man. Well, thanks again, brother. So good to hear from yep. you. All right, guys. Peace. See you, man. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I love I love ending a week and starting a week with the Go for Broke and with uh, yep, Social yep. Distortion Sundays. They're definitely like a nice a nice reset and a nice end at the same time, you know? Yeah, dude, man. 
Well, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you again next week. Cheers.